Hello and welcome to Clamp, the weekly podcast where we discuss all things relating to creating, living, and making. I'm your host, Grant Alexander, and joining me as always is Morley Kurt and Adam Mackey. And tonight, we don't have a special guest. We have two special guests. They're a creative couple that can seemingly do anything. They enjoy spreading positivity while they learn and grow together. They recently welcomed a new addition into their homes, and they make. Please welcome Priscilla and Luke from PL Smith. Hey guys, thanks for having us on here. Yes, hey, thank thanks. you. Thanks for joining us. Um, for any of the uh, listeners out there or viewers on YouTube who don't know who you are, do you guys want to give a little quick rundown on who you are and what you do? Take it away, P. We are a <laughs> married uh, couple, both creative artists uh, making. We got together in college. We met yeah. in high school. So we mm-hmm. have a really fun backstory. Yeah. Um, and when we started um, PL Smith, we had actually been pretty separate entities for a few years. So mm-hmm. I'm an artist, a fine artist, uh, painter mainly, and he was doing his woodworking. And, you know, two years ago, we said, you know, why don't we just put it together and make it one thing. You know, we're always we're already mm-hmm. doing things together, and um, so then we decided to kind of, to give it a name. Yep, yeah, it took a while too because I was always wondering, like, okay, with she's doing artwork and I'm doing more of the woodworking, like, how could we combine this? And the goal was really to just have a business together. So it was, you know, she finally had the light bulb go off and say, all right, I know how we're going to do this. PL Smith or P and L Smith. It's PL Smith on Instagram because you can't use ampersand or whatever, but Priscilla and Luke Smith. So it's P and L Smith. Yes. As in made for you, not originally referring to blacksmithing, but it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're from originally from Syracuse, New York, and we made our way down to Long Island in 2016. Mm Mm-hmm. And we've been in our humble abode here. Yeah, since 2018. And once we moved in, that opened the door to actually really get into making because we finally had a dedicated shop space, turn the garage here into only a shop. No cars are allowed in there. <laughs> I kind of wish it was in the beginning because I am into cars, and but shop was more important. It sounds like you need a house with two shops. Three. Yeah, exactly. A studio, (laughs) uh, garage. Nice. Well, one of the other things that you guys do is uh, this May for Makers. um, And that's why we wanted to have you on today because it's almost May. um, Mm -hmm. And this will be the third year that you guys are going to be doing May for Makers. It started back in 2020. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know about it, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about May for Makers? So... We were sitting around during <laughs> COVID. No, yeah. COVID had like just was like sneaking up and we had to go um, remote. remote. I'm a school teacher. And so I was teaching remotely. I teach art. And like, Luke, how do you teach that remotely? That was a big challenge to figure out. Luke was um, also working from home. And I said, you know what? We got to come up with something to do. Uh, like, how do you stay motivated um, at home when people are kind of are stuck inside? Um, I was f- following this challenge called April for Artists, uh, doing painting like fine art that way. Um, however, it was 
very and I still I looked it up actually this year it doesn't exist it was very it was very long well because of the, the the this happens with Instagram challenges it was so broad so wide no community nothing connected I started it I was trying to connect I fell out it was terrible negative experience so I was like how can we make something like is there something that exists like that for makers um so I just was like may for makers and mm-hmm. I, then I like we came up with all these prompts it was amazing it was so cool yeah and we looked up um, the hashtag may for makers and there was not even a single post yeah it didn't so. exist um and then the ideas just kept falling like before we even kind of solidified it you know we just started coming up with all of these prompts day after day and it just grew um so that's how it came about so the cool thing about this maker challenge too is compared to like other ones that you may find out there and, and not just maker stuff, but like the Instagram 30 day challenge stuff is that this community is unlike any other. And I know many people have said that, but it's just, you know, the way that people get to know each other and inspire each other and help each other. Like it is really a community where, you know, other ones like challenges like Priscilla was talking about. They're very surface level, you know, they'll give you mm-hmm. prompts that are very straightforward and you don't really get to know the people that are uh, working on this and being engaged in this challenge. So it's a 31 day challenge, like your normal um, prompts, right? That's how it started off that you would take and you you do it. And so like Luke was saying, some a lot of them that you see are pretty straightforward. What's your favorite tool? Um, what is in your sketchbook. These are direct things that people take. They're literal. They're easy. You do it, you go. So I asked myself, um, is that a challenge? That is a direction. The challenge is to keep up. So the challenge is, are you being told what to do and can you do it that many times? So with Made for Makers, the challenge is the prompt itself. So it not even the prompt itself the entirety of the experience. So we try to make things not too difficult, but open-ended and broad enough to help you um, expand your horizon of your knowledge of and perspective of yourself. Mm-hmm. So right. you are being challenged um, to learn more about yourself through the way that you interpret a given prompt. And challenge your creativity. Because I for the first year, like you know, we had everyday carry. And, you know, right. people, the whole thing is any prompt, people take it however you want to play a spin on it, play in words, whatever. And so for everyday Carrie, we did a picture where I have her on my shoulders <laughs> saying that Carrie every day. It's just, it's like fun stuff like that. I would say it was, right. it was one of them. And I'm not saying it because we created it, <laughs> but one of the more interesting challenges that, that allow for that wiggle room. Like not that right. it, not to say it's not fun, but the different artist challenges that have existed for years, um, you know, I wanted we wanted to make something different mm-hmm. that is more meaningful because I like how you said, you know, this is the third year. We even asked ourselves, you know, should we do this? Of course. And but why? Because it is it's it it's, fosters something more meaningful, like more connecting. I feel um, within the maker community. I feel like at this point you can't not do it. Like I know the community that we have, like we're in a discord with heaps of makers and everyone's expecting it. Everyone knows it's coming. We have a dedicated channel in discord just for me for makers because we know it's coming every year. Like the, 
you can't. It's, I think it's gone too far now. You can't get, you can't not do it. No, we definitely plan to keep continue this, you know, and it's, it is, you know, on us some work there, but it's so worth it because we even just from releasing it yesterday, you guys are reaching out to us and we're on here talking about it. Like it just, it spreads like wildfire, which is so cool. And it yeah. makes us feel so, you know, just excited to be part of that. And it's, all about this community and others finding each other. And that's why we, so sorry. No, I was just going to say, that's why like, you know, we tell people follow the hashtags and when you do that, it'll show up these people that do cool shit and you can go and follow them. We have made some insanely amazing friends from all over the world that we still to this day and we send Christmas cards to whales. <laughs> yeah. That it was from the first one. Through, too, yeah, through it. Yeah. So that's why it's so meaningful because we've, you know, you've built friendships and then like even, um, even beyond. So like after the challenge is over or even when you figure, you figure it out, you know, it's not just a challenge. I think it's almost like an unspoken in between the lines type of thing that made for makers isn't just a posting challenge. It's like this ongoing conversation of the month where we all like digitally hang out closer. I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah. So I know essentially you're getting, go ahead. So I was going to say, essentially you're getting a lot of people talking about the same thing each day, which I think is a good way to get the conversation going. Oh yeah. And I know back when I did it, well, did it, when I participated in the first one, I didn't do a single one. I wasn't in the headspace to do it for the aforementioned reasons of the timing, which could, it was trying to help. I completely get that, but I wasn't able to do it. So I participated instead just by following along with lots of different people. Like, you know, Vincent made a video every day. um, And I saw like a lot of, I met a bunch of different people that I still follow to this day through the hashtag. Um, and then the next year I did, I think I did every single day. Um, I think I did one at like two o'clock in the morning the next day. But I know um, one thing I wanted to talk about a little bit about this was kind of the, it, there's 31 prompts and I know everyone wants the challenge is getting everyone involved and doing all of them, but you don't need to, to really participate yeah, that's exactly what, you know, we were going to say is that there are people that will be like, oh, I'll try to do it or sorry, like, I, you know, oh, I missed a day or whatever. That There's no pressure on this thing at all. Like, Grant, you were saying, like, just following along, liking people's posts, you know, following these new people you found. That's what it's about. You know, it's it, I feel like a lot of us can get into a block of what do I post? What content do I need to put out there? You know, I'm. I don't have a project that I'm working on right now necessarily. You know, we're in that in that case because we have a baby and one big project. So it's like, you know, we don't have a ton of things to post, but like this whole thing is giving an idea of something. It might be like, you know what? I'm not working on a project right now, but I'm showing, you know, your proudest piece, you know, and you can post them like that. You know what? I think I we can't call it a challenge next year. I'm already coming up with, I'm going to have to call it something else because it's more of like a, you know, that's what it's called. The challenge, but mm-hmm. it's this, I'm just saying it's, um, cele- celebrating the made for maker celebration. Though. No, <laughs> I was saying, 
each prompt is a celebratory topic of what we relate or don't relate with. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool to see how one person spins it. Oh, that's what people want to do these days. Well, all the time, especially on Instagram is relate. So to see how you relate with each one is very bonding. I think taking away the challenge works. Like just call it made for makers. Mm-hmm. I never even yeah, up until now, I didn't realize it was a challenge. <laughs> I just thought it was called made for makers. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I was just looking at the, I was looking at the printout. <laughs> the printout says a challenge. Yeah. But well, just, it, it's, can, I mean, yeah, just delete. erase it. There you go. White out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, so th- I've looked over these and I am excited for one to see how other people take it. And I have a certain direction I think I'm going to go, but I <laughs> wondered which one are you guys most excited? And maybe uh, we can get all of us to comment on our potential most excited to either do or that you're excited to see how other people take it. Okay. Ooh, I like that. You go. Okay. Um, I'm excited to see. Oh, this is hard. I'm excited to see everybody's um, expectation versus reality. Because originally the prompt was going to be Instagram versus reality, but expectation versus reality. Um, I'm excited to see people do that. And then um, my one I'm excited to see how people take it is day 24. What's that sound? Because I just want to see what people will do for that. <laughs> it's kind of like something that almost comes from like Cards Against Humanity, but you know, why am I wet? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's why am I stinky? Oh, that one too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't go with that one. Um, but yeah. Oh, that would have been a good one though. <laughs> why am I stinky? Oh, I bongo. Oh my God. Dumb tragedy. Um, uh, I've been playing with the flip challenge. How about you, Morley? The one, the one that I'm curious about, and it's a little like, a little like, I don't know, I don't know how this is gonna go. Is day sixteen the Maker Crush? Yeah, I know. That was more. I feel. I'm, I'm just curious if it's gonna start any like drama or in the eventual Maker Compound, any um, any budding romances that will come through through that prompt. My, mine's, mine's the same because I wonder. <laughs> mine's the same because I wonder how people are going to take it. So for me, I, I take it more of just like someone that really inspires me that I look up to. But then I reckon a lot of people are actually going to take it as an actual crush. Right. I mean, I, there's right. really only two options. You can actually say who your maker crush is, ah. or you can cop out and not say who your maker crush is. Or you can do what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm gonna crush. I'm gonna crush something. That sounds like a combat. It's like oh everything God. in the world I is know. or isn't ice cream. <laughs> I like that. You could yeah, you could start a war and say you're gonna crush Molly in the subscriptions. <laughs> no, that's actually maker crush. Yeah, that sounds kind of like a. Um, oh my gosh, that All sounds right. like an event. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna make a doll of Grant and crush it. <laughs> That's the best part. Just take it how you will. Right. Yeah. I, I love that. So. Yeah. I, I have a question before you go on. All right. Um, go. 
when when you design these i these ideas of like what you want to do for each day are you thinking about stories or posts or like what what is your idea because because something like what's that sound i feel like it's more of a story thing so it could be any all of the above you know like how grant was going to take make a crush if somebody takes it in a certain way like um i'm trying to think i guess it doesn't matter in that sense but you can do it however you want. A story, post. Yeah. I know the first year there was some people doing strictly YouTube videos for it. Um, you know, it's however you find that will be the way that you are most excited about doing that. You know, you want to enjoy what you're creating, obviously. So just go with what feels best for you. Yeah. Two things I'd take into consideration with a prompt. <laughs> can it be taken literal? Can't, is there a room for the wiggle room? And in the boat of all 31, there in my, we out of all 31 prompts, we take into consideration the balance between the fun, the serious, and the in-between mm-hmm. so that yeah. you get that full experience. So you're a little... You, there's the ability to be led in one direction and then the space to go wherever. Mm-hmm. Well, see, I'm in a little bit of a disadvantage because I'm a day ahead because I'm in Australia. So gotcha. I don't get to see everyone's posts to get ideas of what to post. <laughs> I, th- I think that's uh, why I had so much, I've had so much issue in the past two years is because I like, I'm not, I'm not really good at like coming up with my own ideas. I like to adapt other people's ideas. So Yeah. You got to set the pace then, man. You're the leader for this thing. You got to inspire the others. (laughs) It's funny that you bring that up because today we sat down and put in our stories, uh, letting our following know that we will be providing some examples for certain Mm. prompts um, because I realized sitting and doing 31 different graphics might take me a very long time. Uh, so I picked specific ones that I thought may require a little help. That are, And yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we're providing that content as well. To, for And there's a poll right now. What does it say? The poll on our story? I'm yeah. not sure exactly what it says right now. And, and to get an idea that most people, last time I checked, said they oh, yeah. struggle with it. Yeah, that's what it says. And, yeah. But like, I guess maybe we should touch on day 22 right now. The prompt is do good. So right. do you want to explain to the audience what prompt 22 do good means? Well, let me ask you guys. <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> well, full disclosure, I l- learned about it first when I saw your story about it. So I okay. a, I'm not a, I'll bow out for the answer and let the others answer if they haven't seen it. Oh, well, I haven't seen the story yet. Um, when I see like do good, I would think like charity. I would think like, have you done anything? Like Dean Duplantis did this big charity uh, thing with the ornaments. That's oh, yeah, yeah. do good. Like, yeah, that's I don't it. know. That's what I think. Yeah, that's exactly I think- Um Right. You didn't give Adam a chance. Um, what the hell? Sorry. <laughs> Adam, what were you going to say? Gonna Come say, on. I was going to say my, my view would be more of finding like an old tool that I don't use and finding someone that could use it. 
Um, I've done that in the past. I I went to, I cleaned out my shop. I had all these old tools. I put up on Facebook marketplace. Hey, I've got these tools free to anyone who could actually use it. And this grandma came and got them for her son who wanted to get into automotive, which was amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly it. It's about the charity and what you do good for. I mean, it can be obviously outside the maker community, but you know, all of the different charities that are in this community and the stuff that we do for each other, you know, exactly like you said, Adam, like, you know, passing on the tools to people that can actually really use them. So yeah, really any act of kindness to make the world a better place. So we have compiled a list of 10 short straight to the point ones and a reel that is, like I said, straightforward, easy to comprehend. Okay. I got some ideas quick in 10 seconds, but we're also building a list of specific foundations, organ uh, organizations, actual links, place places people can go for specific things that they are interested in possibly participating in or donating mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hmm. Well, I think Made for Makers is really cool, but I thought we could expand this conversation a bit to other things that are external to give that maybe create uh, the same sort of feeling that Made for Makers does where it gives you an external thing that can help you get creative, helps prompt you into thinking differently. And I wondered if you guys had any other, uh, you know, you talked about April for artists and I know there's like Inktober um, and like Prickly Sauce did like 365 days of drawing prompts and Andy Pugh has continued that and now is on 560 plus uh, different prompts. And I was wondering, what are the other ways you guys get external prompts that, that make you want to get creative and want to make things? I think it's an, it's an interesting question. And I, I've been thinking about that side of it since we've been talking, because I think prompts like this and in in general, any, anything that forces you to think in a different way, I feel like are an underrated part of the creative process. Cause I think a lot of us assume that like it takes toiling by yourself and writing in a notebook and just sitting and thinking and brooding and like beating yourself up. Maybe not hoping that's how it will be, but sometimes I feel like when I'm in my not so, not so best states, that's sometimes how it can feel. But to take in those external influences and prompts can sometimes be like the best way to find interesting projects. Like, just having, you know, interesting things around in your space. I bought this, I was talking about in the pre-show, I brought this like vintage time clock a few months ago, kind of on a whim, just because I wanted to do something with it. And in the process of sort of trying to figure out my next YouTube video, I saw that and sort of started just like, well, I'm going to take it out and play with it and take it apart and, and see what the next step would be if I want to turn this into a project that I think would be interesting. And it brought about a whole series of things. And I think just allowing yourself to be open to sort of external um, prompts can be super helpful helpful for those times, especially when you don't know what to do. And it it made me think as well, what we were talking about last week when I was saying like incorrupting the cre- creative process, how sometimes I don't allow those external things to come in. Like I'll purposefully not listen to podcasts or like not, you know, not listen to things. I'll listen to music or things that seem more ambient 
or maybe like neutral in a way. But it's nice sometimes. It's nice when I'm working on something and I have something to do. But sometimes I need those external things. And I've recently been getting back into like watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts. And it's it's allowed some very interesting ideas to come to me. It's interesting that you say you're not allowing by maybe not listening to podcasts. But sometimes we as humans don't realize maybe we're doing that un- unconsciously, don't know that we are or aren't. And for some people, it's actually really difficult to get in that headspace like you were describing. And part of my job as an art educator is to work with students and allow them to arrive to that place because it can be really difficult and build those those skills to be able to self-navigate before being uh, prompted by something else. They learn to do it naturally on their own. Or do I say that backwards? <laughs> I think that sounded right. So... <laughs> So I love that about my job. I kind of, I miss it. I miss working with different brain levels because they're at a different spot in their creative journey. And right now I'm kind of stuck at like the plant stage. <laughs> with our baby? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because she's on leave for context. Yeah. Yes, for context. Um, but that finding those prompts, I mean, that's my job. You know, it's constantly being creative to, to get people there. So that's my one um avenue where I come from finding create creative prompts elsewhere yeah and I I mean it's so central to being human because we're social creatures and we need those inputs from other people like I was just um I realized that like I really enjoy Burt Kreischer the comedian but I've never actually listened to his podcast like on its own so I was listening to it today and it was like, it prompted all this really interesting dinner conversation with my fiance. Cause I find that like, he just always thinks of really interesting hypothetical situations to talk about. I was like, this is great. Like, you know, I was feeling a little maybe like cooped up. Cause like I have COVID and uh, global pandemic, whatever else, but you know, it adds some spice to your life to allow those external influences in. Well, is there in thinking about that then? And, and especially because you have the art educator background, is there something you can recommend that people, is it like, do you need to find each person needs to find a, a their own external prompts that can potentially, like a lot of people say music inspires me or whatever, or that's what can get me going. Or is it like, how do you make it so that people can open their mind to get inspired? What, what kind of advice can you give along that way? Mind, mindfulness, the five, I'm sorry, six senses, five senses. Let me start that over. I'm sorry. I'm really tired. (laughs) The word mind, mindfulness. So with my students, if we're really, really, really stuck, think of your five senses. What do you see, hear, feel, smell? Oh my God. Help me. What's the fifth sense? The sixth sense. I don't know that one. No, that was it. Touch rounded it out. That was was it. Yeah, that was five. You're good. We're parents. Uh, New parents. I am losing it. 
<laughs> I got a yeah. four-year-old or a four-month-old as well, so I, I get I get yeah. where you're coming from. But uh, that baby brain is... takes about a year to go away. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the Pulling... senses. You tell them to think about their senses. Continue what you're saying. Pulling from your senses <laughs> is a direct, simple, easy way. That's logic, literal, keeps keeps you in the moment and easy to. Um, Pull inspiration from. Hopefully. Okay. That's cool. I never thought of like mindfulness as a, as like a creative spurring exercise. Like, I mean, I've used it to get out of my own head, but um, I mean, I could, I can think back to times where I've found ideas from my space or gotten into things. And yeah, it's sort of just being like in, in the present moment, being open to things that are just around you and not feeling like you have to grasp for them. Yeah. It took me a second to realize that you meant the space around you and not the website. Oh, my space. Yeah. I'm like, that's still a thing. What? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, that's a, it's an interesting, so I don't have a sense of smell. So I'm like down on one and it probably affects the way that I remember things. Um, but so I've only got the four senses to, (laughs) to, to pull from, um, it's really funny. So today was like the first day that our four-year-old was like in the basement and just ran up and just said, I smell pizza because my wife was making us calzones and, and he just ran up, was like, I smell pizza. It was like, it's a dinner time because normally we order pizza and if you smell it, I just thought it was really funny because that just goes – obviously, whatever I have isn't genetic. But in terms of ex- other external things, to go sideways here, um, I'm, re- I'm recently reading this book, Story Worthy, by uh, Matthew Dix. And he talks about something that helps him uh, kind of get on a creative process to try and find new stories is he does like uh, writing a stream of conscience. So he just puts wherever it goes, and if it goes down a bad area, he just keeps writing. And if it changes directions, even if it's a good area, you just keep writing. You go wherever your consciousness goes, and then after you're done that, you know, whatever, however long he does it for, uh, he then you can then go back and pull out the stories and make them good. Um, oh yes, right. But you gotta, you can't, you don't know why. Sometimes I know I get. I'll I'll have a whole conversation with myself and in, inside my head, and then say something to someone, and they don't understand how I got there. <laughs> um, and so I know that's something that I would probably benefit from to do it to find new ideas if I ever needed them. I don't. I think I have a, a you know a stack of ideas, super big that I don't I don't need any new ones. I need to actually work on some of the ones I already have. Um, yeah, what do you? Go ahead. That's why we came up with Maker's Block last year as a prompt. And so a lot of different people shared about what to do when you're stuck. Um, And there were a lot of cool different examples of people explain like where they go, um, what they do. Some people will even, you know, share their process of how they get through it. Yeah. And to tie it back into what Priscilla was saying too about, you know, your senses, like, I know I've heard and I'm sure many others have heard like, oh, you can't think of something or you're in a block, go for a walk, 
go be one with nature and, you know, be in your environment. And that's, you know, your senses right there. You know, you walk along a path and you see something that inspires you. Like I know, for example, for myself is I'm always thinking of projects to do as far as like metal art. I love sculptures. I love mm-hmm. making metal is something I've more recently got into. And like two years ago I started, but it's captured my heart. And th- I just try and think of things I could make all the time. So I was like walking in my yard or something and I saw an acorn. I was like, I want to try to forge an acorn, just a large scale one to make a sculpture. And then from there, I'm like, okay, well, how can I display this thing? And I think of a stand design, right. stuff like that. So it's, you know, just using those senses, it really does open up different avenues for things to come to mind. That's a, that's a really good point. And I was reading something the other day about how people want to go to nature because nature is repeating patterns that we don't always consciously Mm. see that we miss out on in cities because the patterns aren't there um, in the same way. I don't know what there's like Fibonacci sequences and I don't know. It's a lot of stuff yeah. that I don't understand, but I definitely know that I like going to nature and I don't like being in the big city. Um, That's so interesting. Yeah. I've always thought that I think the city is prettiest at night and that nature is prettiest. Like let's say the woods, for example, are prettiest during the day. And maybe it's for that reason. Cause when you walk around a city at night, it like dims down some of the, I guess like hyper detail and things get reduced to more patterns, like a pattern of lights in a building mm-hmm. and everything gets like a little more simplified. So maybe it's easier on your senses. Yeah. It's like too, when you're walking around, like as far as you see the patterns, like you're saying of the lights, but think of it too, like you're walking down a city street and all the buildings, you know, are similar and sharp geometric shapes. But then at night, like, maybe some of those lights in the building are off. So all it's, it's sprinkled with lights on and off in the windows. And I mean, that's just its own organic look in itself. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. Yeah. I was thinking exactly what you were saying today in terms of like going for a walk and just getting up being helpful. I was, cause I was sitting at my computer for a while today, like editing and doing other stuff. And I got up and did the dishes and I immediately felt like 10 times better like the number one thing I can do to help my day is to just get up from sitting down doing something for a while. No matter like whether it be doing the dishes or going for a walk or literally doing anything else, just getting up is like the number one thing I can do to help myself. Speaking of um, what you are excited to do, um, what of the prompts do they say? Oh my God, I'm losing it. Did they share what prompts they said they were going to do? We said, to? oh, we we only talked you, about which prompts were, were interested in seeing other people. We didn't yeah, talk about didn't which ones see. were. So back it so up. I'm How, not we'll do a little cut here. All right, cut. How about, you know what? No. If anyone wants to hear what we're interested in what we're going to be doing, we're going to share that in the after show. Ooh. Yeah, okay. sounds good to me. You got, you got to tune into the after show to get that stuff. Fair enough. You guys got on. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That way no one can hear that. I don't, I, I don't know yet. <laughs> uh, so uh, to, to, to wrap it up a, re- a little bit back, um, is there any other calendar style prompts that you think are worth following beyond May for makers. Obviously, everyone should be following May for makers. Like anyone who's listening, you should be following that. 
Is there anything else that you think is worth following? I will say this. I can't think of one off the top of my head. And it's not because I don't see them or I don't think that there's any that are worthy. And maybe this will sound biased because we did come up with Made for Makers, but it just seems like it's it's a standout monthly month challenge that is more in depth than other ones. I feel I found that way. It just gets you really involved with this maker community and the people that are in it and make a lasting friendship potentially. Um, it, yeah. I, I draw a blank. On, well, yeah, no, it's okay. Ones. I, I disagree. I think there's probably a lot out there that are definitely worthy following. We just haven't found them yet. Well, that's what I was saying too. I do think that. Oh yeah. And I think they're to each their own. Like Inktober is totally cool. Like I, my students do it and they show me. Um, and that's how I learned about it. And I, I think know. that they're all different for their own reason. And that's what makes them so unique. I think I think Morley said it, and I think I've heard other people say it as well. But it's like every every thing can be a good experience. Like every experience, not everything, not everything is a good experience. But every experience builds. I don't know. Morley, every experience you know is saying. valuable. There you go, oh, yeah. in some way or another. Yeah, like these diaper changes. I'm like, how does the diaper smell? How does the diaper feel? How does the diaper? How does the poop look? I just time myself. And all those senses, I'm all mindful through each moment. You know what? I never knew how much I needed to know about color and consistency of poop until I had a baby. (laughs) (laughs) You learn quick. Right. Two years later, my wife still messages me. What does it look like? <laughs> you flex their back shapes. <laughs> my um, my best That's friend, his his girlfriend's due, or his sorry, his wife is due in today. Actually, wow, she's due today. Um, and I keep trying to warn him about the first poo, but no oh warning will ever get him through <laughs> no, it. No warning will ever. I just like, <laughs> what is happening here? And yeah. like. Yeah, it's always after like you've been awake for a long time or something unexpected. Like our first one, it ended up going into a C-section, and then like it was a long day, and then a long night, and then the first one, you're like, and they try and tell you, and you're like, I still don't understand this. This is crazy. The shit mm-hmm. is crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Yeah. Um. Well, on that on that shitty note, <laughs> I want to turn it around and thank our <laughs> Patreon supporters because they're not shitty; they're amazing. I want to thank especially the F Clamp level Brent Jarvis from Clean Cut Clean Cut Woodworking, Vincent Ferrari from Because We Make, and Austin from the High Caliber Craftsman. Um, those are our top level supporters. You can find all of find out all about the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash clamp. And you can find there the pre-show and after show. Um, and everyone who signs up gets a handmade leather keychain by Morley himself. All right. And now we'll go into clamp mendations. Clamp mendations. All right. Um, I wanted to shout out my friend, Fellow Torontonian Roxanne, fellow Torontonian Roxanne Brathwaite. Um, 
she's at sweet city woman on Instagram. She does a lot of stuff. Um, she does a lot of upholstery work, but she also makes a lot of miniatures. She was on a show this year called best in miniature where she was a contestant. And every time I see her posts on Instagram, they're just incredibly impressive because she essentially recreates entire, um, historical interior scenes. So she'll do like a, a mid-century modern room with all this mid-century modern art, or maybe something that's more art deco or Beaux-Arts, uh, very like specific aesthetics. Um, and she'll put a lot of work into recreating them accurately. Um, yeah, she's also very knowledgeable about art history and she's a very interesting account to follow. Um, and I hope to be doing some collaborations with her in the near or far future. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, that'll stuff will cool things will happen. Cool. cool. Well, my collaboration this week uh, is a little bit of a cop out because they have over ten million subscribers, but it's another fellow Aussie, and um, they're called How Ridiculous. You've probably seen them before. It's three guys. They have they have a tower that they drop stuff from, usually onto things. Um, but they, they do like challenges with each other and stuff and really, really good episodes, really good shows. Well, mine, I, because we were talking about Fibonacci sequences, it made me think of, uh, Lindsay from Lindsay creative who did this really cool, um, metal sculpture, uh, that was inspired by, I think a kayaking or a canoe trip inspired by nature. I just I, she had posted about it a while ago and it really, I wanted to shout it out then. I don't know why I didn't No, but now I am. So, uh, go check out Lindsay creative. She is, uh, I think she just hit 5,000, uh, followers on Instagram as well. So yeah, now it's on to Priscilla and Luke. All right. I will go first. Um, I got to shout out my buddy, Luke Gelman not just because he's a fellow Luke, but he's just an awesome guy. Luke in the garage is his Instagram tag. Um, he has just become a really good friend. We met basically uh, over like, we never met in person, but through talking on FaceTime, I helped him a lot with learning fusion 360 cause he had some like CNC questions and just through talks, we became really good friends and he was really a good person to talk to as far as becoming a dad. Cause he has his two young kids. And so he offered a ton of advice and, you know, it just became really cool. Became a good friend and uh, he's got a lot of good stuff going on. And as far as challenges, he's challenged himself to do basically real day. He was saying how his 2022 goal was to hit, I think he said, Eight. I think 10,000, I don't know if it's 10. He wanted to hit like 7,000 followers or something like that. And he started doing these reels and he's blown up in the past couple of weeks. I think yeah. he's at 17,000 now, but he's wow. been doing great on his challenges on that. Mm-hmm. So Luke, you're a good man. If you're listening. <laughs> yeah. I remember following him a long time ago and he was definitely nowhere near that. And I, the last time I looked, he was at like 12. Crazy. You got to challenge yourself, man. Oh yeah, apparently. <laughs> I think that we may have made these prompts too hard for ourselves. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going with out? Emily Joyce. Oh, yes. Emily Joyce official. Um, she is 
someone that we discovered through May for Makers the first year. And her work is very inspiring. I she does jewelry and metalsmithing, enameling, and very her work is very artistic. While it can be worn, it is very sculptural and always inspired by her surroundings. So, for example, she her more recent body of work was inspired by um, playgrounds. And mm-hmm. she went outside and she created this whole line of work. It's amazing. Um, and she, later to learn that she is also um, a former art teacher, which was really mm-hmm. interesting. So she's um, she's a great person that everybody should check out. Definitely. And yeah, if you want to know ones. more about her, if you want to know more about her, you can check out a previous episode where she was a guest. That's awesome. Yeah. That's it. So that's a right on the money on a on a clamp mendation that's going to be relevant to the people who listen. Because <laughs> right on Grant Stay sixteen. I'm no. sure that everyone like, <laughs> feels a, a kindred spirit with someone who they like have the same job as, but I feel like an art teacher is such a specific profession. Like, is there like a extra special connection you feel with other art teachers? We're all very different hmm. because so sometimes because they, there are some teachers that make art and there's artists who teach. Gotcha. So. It depends on which one you are. That makes sense. And which one are which you? Which one are you? I'm a teaching artist. Definitely. So I'm an artist that teaches. Sometimes you run into those art teachers that are really good teachers that make some art. <laughs> those those that can't do teach. Exactly. And those they can't teach. teach <laughs> 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 That's a school of rock reference. Okay. Yep. Well, now that we've offended half the teachers out there, well, no, because we also offended those who can't can't do teach. Um, yeah. We're going to move on to Adam's Australian Word of the Week for the people out there who haven't heard this before. Adam gives us an Australian slang word, and we have to try and guess what it is. We're going to go around the table, and we're going to start with the guests on, on the guessing this this week. So, Adam, take it away. Yeah. Uh, this week's word of the week is bush telegraph. Two, okay. two words. Newspaper? Nope. No. Telegraph. Telegraph is a newspaper, though. This is a tough one. Um. The bush is like the <laughs> the nature. <laughs> the nature calls. I don't know. When you have to go to the bathroom. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. There you go. Yeah. That was a good guess. I yeah. feel like I don't know if I can top that. My original thought was like a smoke signal. That's what I was thinking. But I know too. that's not it. But well, that's that, what came to mind. That is a good guess, but no. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Why did I wait to go last? I should have went before you, Warley. Um, Bush Telegraph. I would say it's it's some sort of party slang um, when you're you're trying to tell your mates to buy uh, extra beer. You're telling them to buy some Bush. I don't know. No, we don't have no, Bush. No, I here. know. Oh. Um, okay, so it is an un 
unofficial communication network by which rumors are spread. Oh. So gotcha. so in other words, it's it's just spreading rumors in, in public. Like it's the yeah. grapevine. Oh, okay. The, the grapevine. Did you see the guy did you see the guy that lives on that street? He did this to his house. Yeah. Oh. That's the bush telegraph. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We we'd call that the grapevine, I think. Yeah. Or yeah. shooting yeah. shoot the shit. Yeah. Hmm. Well, thank you for getting us another Australian slang word of the week that we didn't catch. Uh, I wanted to uh, I want to thank TF Turning for the use of the theme song. And I want to thank Priscilla and Luke for coming on and talking to us about external prompts and made for makers. So thank you. Thank you guys for having us. This thank was a lot you. of fun. Thank you so much. This conversation was very inspiring all in itself. And funny because you had Scylla cracking up this whole time. Um, it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. You guys are great. Oh, well, thank you. Um, really appreciate it. And for everyone, uh, you know, you where can everyone find you? So Instagram, uh, PL Smith, S-M-I-T-H-E-D. And um, – we have our other uh, Instagram page called And They Make, which is basically made for makers, but extended all year long and not, necess- not necessarily showing prompts, but it's to showcase the makers themselves. Um, you can also find us at plsmith.com. Yep. And she has her own Instagram, professional artist one, where her artwork goes. Thank you. Priscilla Palmieri, P-A-L-M-I-E-R-I. And uh, yeah, that's, we're on YouTube, PL Smith as well. If you want to okay. get in early access, we got more stuff coming. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, you can find us all collectively on Instagram at the Clampcast, YouTube by searching Clamp Adam Morley Grant, and on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and all the other fun social medias by searching for Clamp and you might find us. But, you know, Clamp's kind of a generic term. Thank you, everyone. I'll see you in the after show. Bye.